Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yo, yo, what up, what up, what up? What's good? What's good on this Sunday, December 31st, man? New Year's Eve. If you viewing live, the first couple minutes, the, the signal may be a little weak. I told y'all, man, I switched them up house, and it seemed like it take like two or three minutes for everything to be kosher. So if it's like doing the matrix and stuff, stick your boy, okay? It'll, it'll work out. Uh, but yeah, man, we got a lot to talk about. We got the college bowl games, um, cowboy and lions game that took place yesterday. I know there's a lot of controversy. I want to discuss that. We got a lot of NFL games on tap today. That's why I wanted to come on at noon so I could get the hell up out of here by one. Hopefully, I always say that, and then the show in, in two hours anyway. But uh, salute to the usual suspects that show up if you want to join the show live. Um, Use the link description on Facebook and on YouTube. If you're on Twitter, I can share it to actual tweet of this stream. So just let me know in the comment section if you want to join, if you want um, a link to the show, man. But where should we start? I guess we start with the Cowboys, the Cowboys lines. We Do, do y'all want to start with that or you want to start with Georgia and Florida State game and all that I told you was that before? are using right now. 
Y'all let me know in the comment section what you want. If it, I don't know if it, well, a lot of people ain't here yet because I just went. Matter of fact, let me um get my boy shaking here because I told him I'll send him the link when I go live, man. But uh, this episode is sponsored by Able Insurance. Go to Able Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, auto, life, business, any insurance you need, man. The good people at Able Insurance, man. Been rocking with the Bullhawk Show podcast since the very first episode ever. And we at season 10. Yeah. In 10 years of doing this podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Believe Network as well. You know, you can find the Ballhawk Show exclusively on Believe Network, but also on all major podcast platforms. So make sure you go to Believe Network. Check out all their podcasts that they have up there, man. A variety of sports podcasts up there. I see Zar in the building today looking like, hey, you got on scrubs? No, man. <laughs> I got my good, call my good credit outfit. Happy New Year, brother! Well, pre New, New Year. Year tomorrow. Yeah, yeah there we go. You know this. This is my Home Depot good credit outfit. You know, black. Oh, yeah. It's called a black dad. Good. Yeah, you either wear all white or all black. You know, a little track sweatsuit. You know. Yeah. That means you don't scare the people. You know. At least you got on Adidas pants too, right? You ain't got on Nike pants, do you? Nah, I don't mismatch like that, man. I don't mismatch. Hey, man. Well, under arm shoes. And Reebok socks. <laughs> hey, I got I got some new Crocs. I got some red Crocs for Christmas. You know, I got the I had the yellow joints. The yellow joints, yeah. I got look. I got the uh, I can't do. I got the Papa Smurfs on today. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, I got the Papa Smurfs on, man. Hey, hey did you did you? Uh, so let me ask you a question. When you went to the, would you go to Home Depot? You said. Did you yeah, go to Home Depot? Yeah, I went to Home Depot this morning. All right, what you do with it? What your what your grocery cart? What you do with the cart? Put it back, man. My things have not changed from three years ago. If you don't put your grocery cart know, back, man. We, we can't trust you. You got bad credit. It, it is what it is. I mean, it's past the holidays. Your credit might be bad, so you was like, "The hell with this damn grocery cart." Well, yeah, but you know, I try to set an example for the rest of the people. This old white lady, she seen me, and she said, "Oh, let me go ahead and put my grocery cart back." You know what I did for her? I what looked at for? her. She knew she was wrong, so I took her grocery cart and put it back for uh -huh. her. You oh, you did? Yeah, man. This is a good man, man. Yeah, man. Um, a couple things I want to talk to you about for you. I don't want to hijack your show, man. You, hey, man, you do what you do, brother. 2024, man. I'm trying to mm, get... I'm, the they call me Uncle, they call me Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> you embrace that. Yeah, I do, and I'm going to really embrace it. Something happened to me last night, man. And I, I went fishing last night. Got home about three in the morning. I pull up. My next door neighbor got his lights on in his car like he about to go to work. Because I know me and him kind of work weird hours and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I take my stuff and put it in the put it in the uh in the house. And I got some DJ stuff that I got in there. I'm gonna put it in the house too, right? Yeah. Bag. You know, wires, a couple hard drives and stuff like that. I don't like to leave that stuff in there overnight. Man, I come out three three minutes later, put my fishing poles and my cooler up. There's two dudes in my car. And they're looking at me. I'm going to do, bruh, uh -oh. I still got it. Two young jits, too. What you, mean you, what you mean you still got it? What you got? 
I ran after they punk ass. Oh, you chased them? Bro, chased them down the goddamn street. Motherfucker had my bag with my wires and shit. Motherfucker dropped the bag. He noticed. He said, this old motherfucker, this, this old dude, he got some speed to him. I got to drop the bag. We got to lighten the load. We got to get the fuck up out of here. He dropped my Ooh. bag in the street and shit. And I said, it was 3 o'clock in the morning. I said, you come back on bust a cap in your black ass. And I was, bro, they ran. One dude went left. The other dude went right. Two minutes later, I see a little Hyundai speed off. That was the getaway car. So apparently they was dropped off. My neighbor comes out. He rubbing his eyes. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? I'm like, bro, you just didn't get home from work? No, man, I heard some rattling going on. I came out. I said, bro, they was in your car while I pulled up. And I didn't know. I thought uh, he I thought he was in there chilling. You know how you get home, you just be like, you just be you be pondering shit. Yeah. That that's I thought he was in the car doing that. Man, I went in my house, came out, they was in my car. I said, man, bro, it's a good thing. You know, almost almost yeah, I almost made a bad decision. It was a good thing you nosy though, because if you nosy, they would have got y'all. Yeah, they would get bro. They but well, they got him. Cause that was his old lady car. He was like, he was like, man, got what? He went in, he went in the little she got a Lexus truck. She opened the door. He was like, it was makeup and shit everywhere, man. I was like, God damn. So, but like I said, I'm trying not to hold us black people. You know, crime has no color. I'm trying not to hold us black people, you know, just you know, my I'm not gonna do my uncle ruckus thing. But what come on, man. It's black on black crime. You seen I was black. And you did it anyway. <laughs> what, wait, why, why you say why you say it's black on black crime? Ain't no such because, thing as bro, black on Because you crime. seen I was the victim. You saw me walk into the house. You saw I was a black man. And you still committed the crime. I don't know what they did. They, they didn't really take They took some change and shit. Because, like I said, I went in the house so for some, three minutes. So somebody said, I'm just only going to rob white people. What, what type of thief? Wait, what's, what's type of thief is that? What's the... Hey, then whoever said that, fight through the Dennis Rodman screen, man. Just fight through the screen, bro. Just, just fight what through the Dennis Rodman screen. What happened? I mean, bro. Like I said, crime has no color. Why mm -hmm. even commit the crime? You seen I was a black man, and you still gonna try to rob me. You mean, why even just be a criminal anyway? Yeah, just why, why? I gotta move to a different neighborhood, man. I need, I need some diversity in my neighborhood. I need some nosy neighbors like myself. I do, man. I do. Yeah. You know. But anyway, um, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Hawk, there's one thing I do want to address. I know you, you yeah. probably got a schedule. Man, Florida State's some suckers, man. If, like, All right, yeah. Get in, talk, talk about that. Talk about Florida State. I mean, they got their ass whooped. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. But, you knew that going in once you saw many people. Opted out. Well, that's that's the thing, bro. You got motherfuckers opting out. Like I can't tell another man what to do with his college career. Mm -hmm. But there's a camaraderie to your with your brothers in your team. You got really? UGA walking in. Ain't, ain't the only only people that's opting out for UGA is probably you hurt or you got NFL draft, you know, coming up. This and that, whatever. I get it. Okay, but as many dudes as opted out for for FSU because they still salty over first the ACC joint and then being left out, 
of the mm-hmm. college championship. I'm, come on, man. You let them dudes get obliterated. Like the time, the time where we from, and I'm sure dudes still opted out. It's just like, I'm not playing, dog. We all, we all not playing. Why subject, why subject? Those are not really not your brothers. And I understand dudes got a chance to play that don't normally play, but it showed. Mm-hmm. We talking about a running back. And in the fourth quarter, 10 carries, 105 yards. That that's ridiculous, bro. For FSU, FSU is supposed to be four to five deep at every position. Historically, you know, you know, Florida State—they're so good in the past. It don't matter who they put on the field; they're gonna compete regardless. That's some bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so if, so, I, if I'm a player for FSU on the team, I'm looking at my dude like, bro, you wasn't really hurt. You're not going to the NFL. What you gonna hit the transport? Some bullshit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if they transferring, why should they play? Well, if they transfer, they transfer. You can't help that. All right. You want to so, be good for I, next I, I season. I understand that. But you so got you, so are, Huh? So are you – I'm cut you off. So yeah. if a guy sits out – so if there is a guy on Florida State that sat out and still on the team, next year you have an issue with them. Yeah, I But if they sat out and they leaving, you don't have an issue. Nah, uh-uh. Because it's okay. business. If you get hurt – all Florida State gonna say is, "We'll see you later." I get it, because um, I think majority of those those guys that's I think all of them. I don't think any of them coming back to Florida State. Oh, that's they better not. From my opinion. After that ass whooping. So, it, um, so when we, because like this, I'm not coming at you, but it is a narrative out here that a lot of people use on social media, and they say you're letting your brothers down. You're opting out. This foot guys is even going to the NFL. And I want to know one player that played football get mad at their brother for not playing in the game because they going to draft. I don't want to find one that that because I keep hearing folks say you you letting your brothers down. You're not um fulfilling your scholarship. I want to see one player that said that because I've seen just People that are fans of the sport use that stance. And that shows this can me that they, they they're showing that they are being selfish for the entertainment. And I get that. Like that's just showing from the entertainment op- optics. You're like, you you're letting your brothers down. But from somebody who's been behind the wall, they're like, no, they're not. Cause I've never, I, I don't I would get mad if like if you were my teammate and I see Zars getting ready for the draft. So you're like, I'm not gonna play in this bowl game. All right, hey man, go train. And it's a bowl game too, bro. It's a bowl game. I'm just gonna be honest with folks. It's a bowl game. It ain't the playoff. Now the playoff are different because you want to win the big trophy. So yeah. that now, now a player may feel a certain way if you ain't there in the playoff because they still competing for the the biggest prize. But these participation bowls, come on, nobody wear mayonnaise, bro. Bowl. I, me and Mike Taylor talked about that yesterday. We had about a 30-minute conversation, man. These bowl mm-hmm. games got to go. The Chippewa Nuts Bowl and, and the, the the Omaha Weed Whacker Steak Bowl. Get them out of here, bro. When we was growing now, up. I man, disagree, though. Bowl. I disagree. I disagree. Not from, a, not, from a, not from a developmental standpoint. Not from the aspect of these universities that need that extra cash that that bowl game brings. 
I get it. You know it. what I'm saying? You could use these, like the bold practices are gearing towards the next year. So you start getting younger guys ready, get them some experience. Like it's a springboard. So that's that's important. I get it's hard for a fan and the consumer to keep up with them. But from somebody who's trying to run a program, a coach is trying to build a program, a recruiting tool is, hey, we have postseason play. Look at the gifts. Look at that. Like, that. Like you need that. That's a bargaining tool. I, I, I get it's a bargaining chip, but you have to admit, the bowl game is watered down. I mean, you can have bowls, add about three or four more bowls. But this mm-hmm. is out of control. Because, like, we was growing up, you had, what, eight major bowl games, the Sugar Bowl, yeah. the Cotton Bowl. You know, it was major, was, like, it was major bowl. That was it was a lot of games when we were coming up. It was a lot of bowls. Yeah, we but just now didn't. it's just like, you got a team that's six and six. Like, when we was growing up, six and six, your ass is sitting home. There ain't no goddamn bowl no, game no, for you. No, no, stop, stop, stop. I went to a bowl game at six and six. It's like, stop, When? Look. My last year at UVA, we played Georgia in Hawaii. We were six and six. Y'all played we won six where? Games. We played in Hawaii. We played Georgia. We won six games. Back then, yeah. you needed to win six games to be eligible for a bowl. Yeah, bro. Ain't nothing changed. Like, these old heads be like, hey, today's man, game is off. What game? What, it's what, the same, what bro. What bowl was that? The uh, G- Oahu, uh, Oahu Bowl. We went to Hawaii. I had never in Hawaii. We got big screen TVs as a gift. I know. I, <laughs> I hey, I, I, hey. I ain't never heard of the Wahoo Bowl. So the boat, the boat, we played where the Pro Bowls uh, was played at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any trip to Hawaii for a young man and his family? Yeah, it's awesome. Did they did they hook y'all up? Like, were, were, were your people able to go? No, 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 no. You just, your your people's enough. No matter what game you go to, they're not going to pay for your people to go. Oh, okay. That's, it's just okay. school officials. Yeah, school officials. Yeah. And, and, okay, so yeah. wait a minute. What yeah. was George's record? The same six wins. That's all it took. Six wins. They just started the five wins. Then now, I, all it took was six wins. Okay. Yeah. Well, put it like this. I'm glad you had a good bowl experience. It's a participation game. Yeah, man. I, UVA don't need that. Georgia didn't need that. What are you talking about, bro? You, you gonna play like, probably like you know? You going you who gonna turn that down? So East Bowl game we went to, like the Peace Bowl we won nine games. So we were playing Georgia that year, but then that the next Aaron year, Brooks? yeah, then the next year we played in the Micron PC Bowl versus Illinois in Florida. Micron. Yeah, I, I I get it, man. I like I said, I I I'm not a fan of the the no name bowls. I get it. You as don't, a business. You don't watch them. Why are you like that's the thing? You don't watch them. Bro, I I cut the TV on. I'm watching the the, the Central Michigan Chippewas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> versus oh wait a minute. Okay, this game Liberty versus Oregon. Man, yeah. bro, Liberty about to get the feathers beat off of them. Man, don't do that to Liberty. I, bro, I support VA. They have no business. They're not ready for that. It's gonna be a recruiting tool for Liberty. It's gonna be a practice game for Oregon. They, them boys, man. I don't know if Bo Nix is playing. They gonna beat the feathers off of Liberty, man. Just off of the uniforms, just, just off of the strength, bro. 
I don't. I, I, Liberty, Liberty need to go to. Uh, you know, they can go to the you know to the Home Depot Bowl, you know the Tony the Tiger Frost Bowl or whatever. But you gonna play Oregon? Nah, man. That's 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 a little that's a little bit much. You know. So yeah. What do you think I mean, about so- that? You gonna see the so the difference between the two teams is in the trenches. That's always oh, every yeah. level. Dion said that, and people thought he was making excuses and stuff. But that's the difference between levels of teams. Like when you talk about a good team versus great team, both can have very good skill guys, game changing skill guys. The trenches is yeah. what you always see the difference, and that's in any game. Like we take Florida State and Georgia yesterday. Florida State sat had three D linemen sitting down. I mean, a lot of their starters were gone from this top-tier defense they had all year. And Georgia was mauling them. Mauling their ass. Like, get up out of here. Grading them. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to Dion in Colorado, anytime they play somebody good, what was it? Get up out of here. His line was getting yeah. their ass whipped. I mean, I'm just yeah. like, that's why Dion's making it a point now. You better give me now. But the easiest thing... For Dion to get with his influence is what skill guy. The skill guys, yeah. He was a skill guy. Why do you think he brought in Warren Sapp? So to he get get the D lineman. I am going to get Zap. Exactly. So you know, influence goes a long way. But as a head coach, you have a you you have uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have going, something that you have, yeah. You have a certain influence, and you have a gift, uh, like a gift that you can hone in as far as like a certain side of the ball or a certain position. Like Nick Saban, lo and behold, a lot of people don't realize Nick Saban coached DBs. Nick Saban always get top DBs. Yeah, I know he get the cream, cream of the crumb. Period. But look at his DBs. He get very good DBs. Yep, you know just like. Just like with, with Dre Biles in Carolina. He was getting them corners. Yeah, some of the young boy, uh, hey, Dre Bly. You know? Yeah. He got the young boy from 757. Oh, I forgot his name. Transferred to Texas A&M. Uh, uh, was it? I start with a G. Rose? Damn, I forgot his name. I know it's Pop. Damn, I just called it Pop's OGs. But anyway, he had got him. You know what I'm saying? He was a top flight. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, man. So. Um, my man Alex, the only only kid he would have an exception for if he sat out of his playoff game was Michael Penix Jr., the quarterback from Washington who had a history of of injuries. And he thinks yeah. he should sit out. I I mean, I I, I can see both sides of what mm-hmm. people are talking about, but like I, I just it's brotherhood, man. Like you forget, like you said, if you're getting ready for the draft, hey dog, this is a business. But yeah. see, they didn't teach us, they didn't teach us that back in the day like it is now, because it was all about, man, put it on the line. There's so many players in the past that got messed up in the bowl game that didn't really make it to the NFL because they got injuries and stuff like that. You know, because yeah. it was a it was a coach was like, hey man, tough it out. Don't worry about it, it'll be okay. And then you just discard it later on in your life. Now mm-hmm. it's like a you know financial plan. Like you were saying, my body is, I don't think I think you said it, my body's like my business. I gotta protect yep. it. 
You know, it's just this is my livelihood. So I get it. I definitely get it, bro. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people truly are angered because for many years, nobody wanted to tell the app that they are a walking business. They just want, you know, they walk in entertainment, but with yep. entertainment comes the business side. So everybody could be selfish, but the entertainer. And that seems like it's in any realm, whether it's the actor that's holding out for more money for this movie or the the WWE wrestler. Like anybody that is the entertainer, we won't let them be. They got to be selfless because yeah. they got to entertain us. They got to do it for us. Um, but yeah, man, it, I, I just think we just got to continue to, the more we stop thinking about the yesteryears, the more and easier it, be, it can become to digest new brand of college sports. It, it really is like everybody always screams parody. I want parody. I'm tired of the same teams going, you know, I'm out of Bama, always in a championship game. I'm tired of this, tired of that. If you think about the transfer portal, and if it's hard for teams to consistently be good, that's in itself parody, right? Because you just don't know who's really going to be good because of the transfer portal. Yep. So right, if you really like parody, you're going to embrace this this transfer portal because it's going to cause chaos. So every single, unless you're now, if you're a season ticket holder, you're going to hate it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you're a donor, you're going to hate the shit. I get that because your heart, you want your return, your investment. So uh, I I agree with them. like I hear those folks out for sure. Stefan, what's up, man? What up? What's, up? what's good with you? What's up, Stefan? What's good, Zai? <sighs> man. Can't call it, bro. Can't call it, man. Um also hey, did you want to talk about the FSU game? Any? No. So, huh? You said no? No. <laughs> right. Stop. No. Hey, bro, why yeah, your answer got to be so direct? <laughs> no. What did you say? Why your answer got to be so direct? Because it is. Uh, <laughs> I do have, before I go on, I do got one, one more question, man. Um, The Russell Wilson thing. Yeah, let's talk about Russell Wilson. I'm getting so many DMs and stuff like that. I know Broncos you are a fan of the Broncos, so yeah, you be the, yeah. Be the I'm looking like man, leave me alone. But see, I, people like people are putting their personal opinion on it now. Like it's a violation of the CBA and stuff like that. I want mm -hmm. your opinion on it. I don't think it is because we at we straight up <clears throat> business is business. We asked mm -hmm. you to restructure, or we're basically trying to restructure your contract. We we overpaid you by by the way. Within okay two years, we got eleven wins. People talking about talking about we did Russell wrong. Oh, we want you okay. to sit out, and you know we trying to recruit some money. Okay. Now, Hell I, no, huh? Hell no. Trying to take some money you, you agreed to pay me, man. Man, it's not my fault you overpaid me. It's not my fault you overpaid me. Y'all let me hoodwink y'all out y'all money. That's y'all fault. Dumbass. Right. You're right, bro. You're right. But I mean, I just it's I about it's about it's about it's about time the black man went up the white man anyway. 
knew I was going to hate that. <laughs> Shake, what's good? Alex, what's good with you, my guy? What's good? Y'all get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the purple rain, purple rain, purple rain. You got the purple rain light. Okay. I see you, Prince. All right. Hey, so here's, here's the things are that, you know, because um, I shared something on Facebook about them um, saying that they possibly did violate the CBA, NFLPA. Um, yeah. They asked, they asked Russ to restructure. And in the midst of Russ not restructuring, He's not being benched, and everybody knows why he's been. It ain't you can't say it's performance. You really can't say it's performance. Like it's hard to say performance comes to us this year. Last year you could have did the shit. Yeah, it's it's really the players' fault. You know what I'm saying? Like MLB went on strike, the NBA they went on strike, and they got guaranteed contracts. The NFL, the NFL players, they just need to bite the bullet, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Miss a couple checks and get get guaranteed money. You know what I'm saying? Like then negotiate the negotiating skills is so whack. Like you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all let <laughs> yeah. Roger Goodell had too much power. You know what I'm saying? It's just sit out for a cause until y'all do that. Y'all gonna this shit like this gonna keep happening to players. You know? I would agree. I would agree. I just I out of all the sports. What's crazy is football is the most violent, physical, right? And your longevity is is not guaranteed. Like baseball, baseball I think is the less physical. Them dudes riding a pine getting twenty million and never right. see the field. You know, so yeah. that, something does need to change when it comes to the negotiation of the guaranteed contracts and stuff like that. Football versus other sports. I, I don't you on that. So at the same time, like I think like ownership and like certain media figures have done a, a really good job of making us believe uh not us personally, but like like people in general like oh if you take a pay cut oh you know what i'm saying we'll make the team better and we could possibly win like last person i could think of uh Derek carr Derek carr took a pay cut to have his best friend well, i'm not exaggerating the dude was in his wedding uh, Devontae Adams come to uh, to the Raiders. He took a pick up. They restructured his contract. Boom. One year gone. Up out of here. And nobody, I, and I'm not saying nobody has to care, but that's why I don't, I'm, look, I'm always root for my team, but at the same time, I always want the players to get their money because I know how cutthroat it could be. I think the same thing happened with Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz got paid. He got hurt. Boom. They got him up out of here. Like, it's cutthroat. Now, will there ever be fully guaranteed contracts? Probably not. But like, I just wish us as fans as a whole would stop, like, in a sense, like, pestering a lot of these guys. Like, oh, well, you play in Dallas, you could get so many sponsorships after you finish playing. But what? But I'm not worried about that. Like, I want I want this money for my employer right here, right now. Like, I don't know. That's just something I always be bothering. I know. You, I think you're right, man. Because, I mean, sponsorships are one thing, but, like, there's nothing like guaranteed money. But I think... Exactly. If they're gonna do that, they're gonna have to kind of ease into it. And what I mean by this is like, just say like, uh, Ahmad, who was the who who was the quarterback for the Saints? Uh, the backup quarterback, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill signed a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, but only what only thirty or fifty was guaranteed or something like that. Well, yeah, because they had a bunch of yeah, they had a bunch of funny money. He had to win the Super Bowl to get like two million dollars or just some, yeah. some wild stuff. But like, 
ahead, what brother. if what if right they just say to hell with the salary cap i heard you say plenty of times your owners got money what if they just say all right free fall you just you just pay for it no i know he do Rock you say that your owners got money. My owners got money. I, I know, I know, I know the Walters got money. Jerry got money. I'm just saying. But I bet you the Walters won't be. I bet you Walters won't be throwing money around though to win. I know they won't. That that's why. You talking they about Walmart. Hold on, hold on. What what they known for? Walmart, right? Cheap. Walmart just ain't giving shit away just to get. <laughs> <laughs> no, they not. <laughs> they ain't being. It's a hustle. Play. Hell yeah. yeah, this shit ain't cheap for nothing. There ain't no buy one, get one free for nothing. But just like if we gonna if you gonna pay the players, if let's say let's say Barry Sanders back in the day, Barry Sanders signed a 50 million, 60 million, everything guaranteed. Not just two a hundred million, you know, that it's just astronomical. Like, ain't nobody gonna pay that in the NFL. Just be real. We're going to pay Barry, we're going to pay, you know, we're going to pay Dak Prescott $75 million for four years. All that. And I have no issue with that. Huh? I'm with you, Zoe. I'm with you right now. I'm with you right now. You know why? What? We on the same page finally? This is why. Because I do not like when these players sign these six and seven year deals. Hell no. Give me, I ain't going that far. Give me three and four years. Ezekiel give me contract. three, four year deals. You know what I'm saying? Three, four year deal. I give you three. I want a long term deal for what? Yep. There's a lot of right. things that's gonna change. Got the kids way. That's like the that, I like the way Dion used to navigate. You know what I'm saying? Like he yep. kept it, he kept it real short and sweet. You know what I'm saying? So it was, was always it was always Dion was a straight up mercenary, bro. Yeah, I mean yep. that that that's that's what it boils down to, like. I'll be a hired mercenary. Like that's why when people always say, and 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 Alex alludes to this hometown discount. And fuck that. If I'm the guy that you love the most, why the fuck am I taking a discount? And you giving Joe Smo, who from Planet Pluto, who just joining us, you're gonna overpay him. Planet Pluto. But the guy that's <laughs> the person you love, you're gonna make me take a cut. Ahmad. You train your life to be a football player, not an accountant, bro. Y'all people in that office, y'all figure that stuff out. That's not my problem. <laughs> my hey, job, hey, we don't have. What's up? <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, cause you cooking. My my job is to get on that field. Hold on, got my job no, you is to good? get on that field and give y'all the best product possible. Now, with that being said, I want this money. The other guy, that's not my issue. Now, granted. There have been some guys who have taken pay cuts to keep people around, but that was their personal choice. My personal choice is to get my money. All right. I know we've had a lot of conversations back and forth on Twitter about X amount of millions versus the ring. Y'all can have all that camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go back 10 years later. Give me my money. Because as many stories as they are about guys getting together and enjoying and embracing about a ring, there's just as many stories about guys pawning and selling that Super Bowl ring. Because they went broke. Give me my money. That's a good point. Damn good that. point. I should I, I shouldn't be looking at it as less of a player just because I don't want to take a pay cut after you yeah, agree like, these terms. That's just like when we get mad. So we do get mad at players. Le'Veon Bell, that got a year left and say, I want my money now. You but me under your contract. Well, shit with Russ, 
They ain't saying no on the contract with Russ. Everybody looking well, Russ. You haven't won this many games. And Russ this got paid, though, man. Amar, Amar, check this out. Check this out, right? You got a job, right? Yeah. Imagine, imagine this, because I have to break it down for some of my courses like this. All right. Let's say I'm doing a really good job at my job. Now, my boss wants to give me a $5 raise. What if I say, you know what? I don't want the $5. Ahmad, you've been doing a good job. Give him a dollar. Zar, you've been doing a good job. Give him a dollar fifty. Said you've been doing a good job. Give him 50 cents. When I said that, Ahmad, they said, well, that sounds crazy. I said, it's the exact same thing, bro. They em- they employees, they're all getting paid. Your pay raise shouldn't affect or alter mine. That's completely separate and up to the people who are above us. And when you break it down like that, it's so simple, but like people just don't see it that way because they're on the TV. But it's it's legit the same exact thing. Just more money, obviously. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I ain't heard nobody break it down like that. What I just out here cooking this morning. This afternoon. Yeah, but you know you're right, man. Just like we all got jobs. And hey, you can got, cut him I off, had, Steve. Uh, I had a uh <laughs> I had an opportunity to get a raise. And human capital came at me. You know, they went over my numbers, they said, Hey, uh, how much do you want? I said, Hey, I want this. They said, We can't give you that, but we'll give you this. And I'm looking, I'm looking like, bruh. <clears throat> All I'm asking for is a three dollar raise. You try to give me a twenty five cent raise. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's, it's it's crazy because, like I I, I know you got to what what they say you got know know your worth. Know your worth, yes. And I went into human capital. I went into human capital. They wasn't ready for this. <clears throat> we were negotiating. They said, "Well, Zara, why do you think you need this much money?" I said, well, first of all, I'm in Florida, which which the pay rate is a little bit lower versus someone in Carolina or someone in New York or someone in Texas. So what are we doing? That fucked them all up. They was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, my position, Susie Q over here working for the same company is getting paid $26, $28 an hour. Why am I getting like $3 less? You know? So to me, you just got to know your worth and stand, stand by your guns, bro. That's all. You got to. You got to. Say yep. what's up, man. You and you and you going to the Bucks game today, right? Good afternoon. I'm <laughs> on that ain't right now, so y'all it's might. Still more than one, man. What you say? So it's still morning one, man. But I forgot y'all hour ahead. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's true. Salute, salute the Alice with the with the uh, the enemy a shirt on. My guy. Appreciate that. So, uh, uh, I came, what? I came in here talking. I heard y'all talking about Simp Boy. Who about Mr. Wilson? Yeah. Why is, why is, why, what man? We don't need, Simp, it's 2024. We don't need your negativity, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't need your negativity. <laughs> hey, nobody was going to say it, so I was going to be the one to say it. He's a nice guy. Russ is a very nice guy. All yeah, I'm going to say is, is Pete Carroll looks like a genius now. Why you say that? Yeah, how you bro, look? What, he what he got from him? Bro, this trade is better than a Herschel Walker trade. 
it was. I mean, they got us. I I don't know who somebody need to some some heads need to roll. LA <laughs> might have to go. Somebody gotta go. <laughs> heads ain't like roll, when, bro. When Russia like, won't doing nothing though. Like at least Russ was doing something this year. But yeah, but, man, but, but yeah, but in premise though, it is worse man. than the with all the trades that they got. But bro, the Vikings didn't cut Herschel though. <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes you gotta bite the bullet, bro. If we if we cut Russ, Jared Stidham, not stupid, y'all cut him, bro. Off. Bro, if you like, bro, if it? you you can't brag about them three rings ever again. Shit, why not? <laughs> bro, I, I can brag about them goddamn rings, bro. Bro, you gonna be on Charlemagne Donkey of the Day for three years straight? Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, said, I'm going to say this the Broncos we in turmoil right now it's never ending uh, I'm going to have to pull the parachute for a couple of years and go with the green and the green and gold you know what that is the team, the team that you own right the team the team that you own yeah I'm, yeah, I'm what am I he, oh yeah, he 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 owns some of the the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And speaking of okay. Packers, where is Robert T. Green at? He still he's still around. He just don't be okay, on. His guys have a good, good great season. I ain't seen Robert T. Green nowhere. Where we gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, me and him gonna get together. We are gonna drop something for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We got something in the works. Because you know I I miss Robert T. Green where he goes. You know he does a self plug. I am. I don't know. Let me see if the I can agent, get him. The only athlete, you know, this is the Robert Let T. Green see. voice. I am the agent that only that has the only athlete that has the self value and no other deals, and he did it himself. And you know, I miss Robert T. Green's voice, man. Get him up here, bro, when you can. That's all. I'm, I'm gonna head him up on Twitter. I'm gonna get yeah. him up here just for you. Yeah. <laughs> his boy is his guy is playing some ball. Bang! Hey. I mean, he played he played good last year. No, this year he's playing even better though. Like, I'm just saying he was playing at a high level last year. Also, I was just saying like this ain't the yeah. first year. Yeah, yeah. Jake, what up, Jake? Good. Hey, man. Ain't you supposed to be chanting today? <laughs> All right, y'all better handle y'all business today, man. Oh, we are. Three peat and a four peat about to happen today. Nah, nah. Mm. See, Baker's gonna bake it today. Mm, no, yeah. He said what? Baker's gonna what? I said a three peat and a four peat gonna happen today. What's the four peat? Four game win streak on them bum ass ain't. <laughs> hey, well, speaking so of bones, speaking of bones, real quick, Sam Howell playing. So if y'all those of y'all that bet, Sam Howell anytime in the session. Twelve Just out of fifteen. Weeks. Well, about a 15 we see them through one. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all do a defamation, which y'all will. Uh, you know, yeah. He, he good for it. Um, I wanna I do want to transition though, since we're in the NFL. Yes, last night's game. Detroit versus the Cowboys. Your thoughts on the two point debacle and how well Dak played. I didn't see the game. Right. Dak played well. I just seen so many stories, so many variations of this of this two point shit. I don't know what to believe. 
So <laughs> any side of the story, you got it, bro. So <laughs> Ma, I think I think until until like there's like some clear audio of what those two players said when they walked by the ref, I think it's all gonna be up to speculation. Because you can easily say, well, why were they so close to the ref? But at the same time, you can also say, why would they get that close to the ref if they didn't, you know what I'm saying, check? But, I mean, first off, I mean, I don't think they should have been in that situation had, you know, certain quarterback taking care of the ball better. But, you know, it is what it is. Also, I think they, at some point, you just got to get back to the point. I understand, you know, you want to win the game right then and there, but, bro, like, if I'm not mistaken, the seed really doesn't change much for them. The two of the three seed, I think, was at stake, but you're not getting the buy, so it kind of doesn't really matter. But yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I just think they shouldn't have been in that situation to begin with, because I'm I'm just not a fan of blaming the game on one play. Okay. Yeah. Outside of that, man, it was a good. Yeah, it was. It was a really good game. It was a good game. I mean, Dak. Yeah, outside of that one interception, bro, I didn't see a bad throw from him. Yeah. Oh, I and mean, everybody be a, a playoff team or a good team. I mean, I know it's going to be tightened a little bit, but they beat Detroit. Go ahead, Alex. And this may come as a surprise as as the resident Giants fan. I love every bit of Dak throwing the ball to CD Lamb all night long because I'm a big fan of. If I can just do this one thing and you can't stop it, I'm going to just spam it. I'm going to just keep doing it. Like, doing it. I, like uh, under what circumstances are y'all going to figure out, hey, maybe CD Land might be getting the ball, bro. Maybe we ought to do something. To, we ought to do something about that. And, I mean, I'm, they, they did adjust. I didn't go back and watch the film and really try and break down the defense. But, like, at some point, bro. At some point, bro, you just got to be like, this man's just not going to feed up. And Pollard really wasn't doing too much last night. Towards the end of the game, he had a couple oh. decent runs, but it's just like it was C.D. Lamb. And then he broke the uh, he broke the record last night on that fumble he had. I thought that was, I thought that was funny. But, yeah, like, yeah. I love it. If I could just do this one play and you can't – well, not one play, but if I could just keep throwing to this one man and you can't beat it, we just do it all night long. Everybody else, y'all just out there for exercise. Oh, well. And bro, that's gonna be the downfall of the Cowboys. They can't run the ball. Yeah, that that when when it, but. especially against a team like the Forty Nines. <laughs> yep, because they can pin their ears back and come yeah, exactly. after you now. Exactly. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but go. Um, CD Lamb, you know. Broke Michael Irvin's even uh, record, and he did it in 16 games. I know a lot of people going to try to say, oh, he did it in 17. He actually did it in the 16th game. So respect to him for that. The game has changed. Just let you know, Michael was balling back in the day. If this record still was standing after a pass-heavy lead like it is now. Miami great, my you, you can hit the quarterbacks back then, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why those but records – like if Tyree gets two hundred, I mean uh, two thousand. Kudos to you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot from, but he did it in the sixteen. Um, he been on he been on a tear for the past like I want to say if you look at the past like eight games. I think 
in the yard games are like 150, 170. Thinking Bruh. he was coming off back to back games where he was under 100, but he been cooking this year. He Bruh. cooked last year. The last five games, this man has not scored under 28 points in fantasy. So that tells you something. He has not scored under 28? He has not scored less than 28. Oof. Jeez Louise. So now. Got, got 40. Yeah, last night. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So now. Is Dak back in the MVP conversation? No. No. I'm not doing this. No, 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 no. I'm going to give him credit for the win, but no, 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 no. Hey, what's wrong? Absolutely. (laughs) 345 yards, two touchdowns versus the Lions. If he didn't have that, if he wouldn't have had that pick, I would hate it, but people would have a legitimate argument. That pick was awful. I'm not gonna lie, that pick was awful. Awful, bro. And let's not, hey, look, in the mind, look, I understand he threw for a lot of yards, but let's not act like a third of the yards came on one play. Yeah. That was the 95, what was it, 95 yards to uh, 92. Yarder. 92. Didn't that, didn't that tie the record or come close to the record for Cowboys, uh, all like furthest touchdown passes? Like, it was something like that, but. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, Alex. If you're gonna do that, you gotta do the same shit to Brock Purdy, because a lot of his yards come on <laughs> or run after the catch. Well, no, so like, no, so like no, my thing no, is this: no, no, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you, said, But what I'm saying is this: why was he was getting a bunch of yards after the catch? That's cool. But what I'm saying is, one third of all his yards came from one play. It's cool, Brock Purdy throw a five yard pass and then go eighty yards. Like I got no issue with that. But back numbers look good because. One play is like a busted coverage. You take that one play away, and I hate doing that because it sounds like I'm being disingenuous, but it is a, a large portion of his yards. I mean, if you got like what? Well, he still had like 250 something. You take away it. Yeah, yeah it was still, it's still good. It's still good. Or not the two and and Brock. I mean, it, it mm. sounds like punishing explosive offenses. Dang. I mean, Ooh, I'm just about to sit and praise. Well, I'm just not about to sit up and praise the Cowboys all, all day long. I'm just sorry. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, hey, I, I gave him a little, you know, but look, I can't do this all day now. All right. I'm, now now we understand. Because at first, we was like, damn. What Sam was saying to you made perfect sense. Like, well, shit, we're going to be looking at everybody. He plays and said, take that away. Take that away. It's almost like that bad rock got two runs of 60 yards. you like, what? You take away those two 60-yard runs and how many yards he had left? It's like, well, shit, them two runs broke that damn goal. We ain't do nothing else. <laughs> and and I also only said that about because we're talking about the MVP race, and since it's so close, I feel like you have to start nitpicking. You get what I'm okay. saying? Yep. Like, I wouldn't have did that if we were just talking about the game, but since we mentioned MVP, it's like, okay, yeah, he had good numbers last night, but two things that, that, that didn't look good, that bad pick, that pick was awful. And like I said, that one play that was a third of his yards. But like, if we just talking about this from a game perspective, he had a great game. But MVP, you got to start because you know it's going to a quarterback. So we got to start nitpicking games. Okay. Talked about Brock Purdy and God fearing says, "Send me the." Hey, is in the um is in the actual tweet that I shared the stream and God fearing. Where's the y'all said about Brock Purdy? That motherfucker appeared. <laughs> I mean, he been here, but. Where's but ain't the Lamar right now? Well, or am I, I, don't know. I think the media 
and fans were talking about Lamar. I still think Brock is probably still well. It's hard to say Brock, but then even if Brock, I would look at Tua even before Lamar. If I'm not looking at Brock, that's just me. I think Tua been phenomenal too. You think if Tua and Lamar have like a huge shootout today, like a 35-38 type ball game, even though one of them got to lose, that elevates them two ahead of like Dak and Brock, depending on how Brock game goes today? Yeah, it's just a, like the perfect script of chaos would be both of them play phenomenal, just one of them lose. Like nobody really, nobody turns the ball over, have any bad plays, like do like their that job. And, uh, what was that Casey and Rams game a couple years ago? It was like 48 to like 52 or something like that? Yeah, like a game like them, that. Both of them in that game threw picks. Like they both threw like yeah, three. Yeah, right. yeah, in the perfect game in chaos, they messed up. Um, Like if somebody messed up, both of them mess up the same, and then you still got to fight for why, who you think still the MVP now. So – Alex, this is my question to you. Would you put Dak over Brock right now? Oh, man, I'm on camera. So, uh, no, and it ain't got nothing to do with my bias against the Cowboys. No, I think I got to I think I gotta go Dak. I don't know. It's hard to say off the top of my head because I haven't watched every single 49ers game, but I do know Brock had that skid whenever uh, – Williams went out, and uh, I think Debo went out. But the 49ers did put pressure on Dallas. So I, I have to really go back and look, but it, I, I think it's close. Oh, they got out of that, guys. That shows he's not, the most, he's not the most valuable on his team. When, when you when you lose losing components and you, you're not elevating your squad, you know what I'm saying? Like He needs, but I like, think- he needs them around to, to look like that. Hey, can I, can no, I Lamar, Lamar, Lamar loses pieces. Lamar done lost a couple running backs. But a left tackle ain't just a piece, though. I think we we, we glossing over that. Like a left tackle of his caliber is, is probably one of, as far as importance goes, you could say Trent Williams is probably like, obviously quarterbacks win a lot, but besides quarterback, Trent Williams is probably like a top twenty player as far as importance goes. If like CMC is not there, if CMC is not there, Brock Purdy won't function at all. Hey, can can I can I ask a question real quick? Um, because I, I heard somebody say that uh, you got to elevate your players. So I don't know if y'all remember when Peyton Manning won. I think it was like two thousand and eight with the Colts. Yep. Um, yep. You do, you do realize yeah. you do realize he had four. Um, of his uh, players have over a thousand yards, um, to all-purpose yards, right? Um, Marvin Harrison, Edge, uh, Edge, I believe Reggie Wayne, yep, and Reggie. I forget. Both of mine. And I was forget the tight end. Forty-four. The tight end was, but I mean, Dallas those are all. Yeah, Dallas Clark. They're, they're all phenomenal players. Yet. Um, uh, Peyton Manning won MVP. So, how can you say that about Brock, but then we don't say the same thing about um, Peyton Manning? That's a good question for y'all. You got a point. Rebuttal on that. I think, I think I just saw, I saw, I saw Brock go against the MVP and look like Pee Wee. That's all I'm saying. 
I mean, did he go against Lamar? Or did he go against that defense? Shanahan tried to set that that game plan was to we're gonna outdo outdo Lamar, and it didn't happen. Okay, so did he go against Lamar? Or did he go against that defense? He went against the defense, obviously. Okay, but so, the, but but so, but, they, but, but, but when I, they was making traction in that game, it was through CMC, and they stopped going through CMC. The MVP. And you are and and you are and you and you are correct. But they, but but can we also acknowledge the fact that they work off of each other? CMC, CMC can work anywhere, man. <clears throat> Without Trent, I don't think none of that shit works. But that's just my opinion. What was that? Without Trent, I don't think none of that shit works. But that's just my opinion. Hey, bro. At least not that as effective. There's so many people. I mean, you're you're not wrong. Crazy. You're not wrong in saying that. Game manager. Hey, but the real question is, who's going to be offensive player of the year? Because I think we all agree that a quarterback going to get this MVP. Who y'all think will be the offensive player of the year? It's going to be CMC. CMC. Or Tyreek. It's going to be CMC. Either CMC or Tyreek. Don't see him. She got like 20 hey, touchdowns this year. Yeah, 21. this game. I'm with Lamar now. All right. Uh, CMC has 21 touchdowns. He has two games to break the 49ers record for 23 touchdowns by Jerry Rice. He's already, I think he's either at or close to 2,000 all purpose yards. I hope he so breaks that record. So he, he that, uh, like, I'm not, if he wins it, I mean, with that, with that being said, I do think for me he would be the top my top runner for MVP, but if not, then he'll definitely win Offensive Player of the Year. Hey, how many uh two thousand all-purpose yards did he have with the Panthers? Shake like two, one, 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 one. He had yeah, a thousand receiving, a thousand rushing. Yeah, all right. I thought. Ain't it, ain't it like? Only four guys to have that though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I believe so. anyway, yeah. you can't, you can't plug uh, Brock Purdy anyway. You can't put Brock Purdy. It's CMC. It's CMC, Saquon, and somebody else. I think it was Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Marshall. Did yeah, yeah, what? Hold on. Did do do what? A thousand and a thousand. thousand. Oh no, Marshall. Roger Craig did it first. Yeah, right. Roger Craig was the first to do it. I think Marshall. So what, that's, and then, that's four, right? Yeah. Saquon and then CMC, yeah. yeah. Saquon got yeah, a thousand yards. I, I know he had a hundred catches. I didn't know he had a thousand yards receiving. I'm yeah, I want to say it was the last year with Eli, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think I think it's the year. I want to say. I want to say it's the year he won. Uh, he beat out Baker Mayfield of uh, uh, Rookie of the Year. The Swan had a hundred catches that year, not a thousand. I, I yeah. know where record ain't, ain't gonna be broken by somebody right. fact check that for me. But I, anybody I, gonna break Eric Dickerson? Nobody breaking Eric Dickerson shit. Nah, he never had a thousand, bro. He had ninety one well, touches okay. that year. Nah, okay, he had seven twenty. And it was one year that he was almost close to getting another two thousand, wasn't it? Yeah, was the, uh, CMC. Yeah, yeah, he had another year. So he had yeah. two. What do y'all think about why you think about Josh Allen as offensive player of the year? Stop nah. it. Stop it. 40 oh. total touchdowns. I'm just asking. Hey, no, 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 no. All personal feelings to the fan base <laughs> to the side. But 
Like, like Dolphin made a great point. McCaffrey, all total yards and his touchdowns. But this fool got four straight seasons of 40 total touchdowns. Is that just normal now? or You don't you don't think the turnovers uh, yeah, play yeah. in? About dilute, the, his turnovers dilute all that. Bro, the he way, got 40, the 40 touchdowns to 17 turnovers, I think. All right, how many how many total touchdowns does Jalen Hurts have this year? Oh, he ain't got that many total this year. He down. Oh, let me check for you. He should be somewhere right around in that number. He close to it, but I don't think he has many turnovers. His um, they close. They close. I know yeah, Jalen got about like fifteen yeah. or sixteen total turnovers. Damn, hold on. I could have got it fast by just going. So I know he got twenty passing. I just got to find this rushing right quick. Hey, got like tw- uh, f- uh, 15. I know he broke the Cam Newton's um, Russian re- touchdown, Russian right. touchdown uh, by a quarterback. He got 15, yeah. So he got 15. Yeah, he got 15. Hey, Amar. Oh, and, and, and he got as many turnovers as Josh Allen this year, too. So if we put Josh no, he, Allen, no, he don't got the same. He don't got the same. He less. Josh Allen really liked that with the turnovers. But look, listen, yeah. though. Amar. If the Bills get into the playoffs, they gonna push for him to win something, bro. They they just can't leave the media just can't leave his boy alone. They, he really like the golden child. Like they gonna have to give him something. I don't know what, I'm, but they gonna give him something. I'm with you, but it's go back to what said is saying. He got 13 rushing touchdowns. Josh Allen Hurts got 15. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And 27, so he got seven more. He got seven more. So he basically got five more touches by seven more passing, two less. It's like, it's like said the same, but what happens if Hurts end up putting up uh, like some scoring as far as his passing and he get over 40? If we, if we put Hurts Josh Allen the- in that conversation, we got to put Jalen Hurts because they practically yeah. the same fucking quarterback. They're practically the same. No, but they love – like, like, do y'all, do y'all listen to the games with like the volume with the with the commentary yeah. on? Do y'all I'm hear the way they be talking about Josh Allen? Like, he's way up here, and Hurts is somewhere like around here. Like, I literally listen to Tony Romo talk about how great of a leader he is and all this blah 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 roller coaster stuff, and literally see Josh Allen forty uh, total touchdowns. And the team has 17 turnovers. Yeah. No, 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 no. The team don't got 17 turnovers. We'll, we'll, he we'll got see, 17 hey, turnovers. We'll see, we'll see where uh, Josh Allen isn't when Stephon leaves. We don't see it today. I don't think there's something. When Dez get up out of there, y'all see what Josh Allen looking like. Like, what did he look like before he got there? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big so thing. You, like you think, you think Stephon Diggs is really leaving Buffalo? Yeah. Hell yeah, he tied it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Who gonna pick up that contract? Talking about receivers, I just want to say at the CD Lamb's great performance yesterday, he's now leading Tyreek by ten yards before Tyreek played his fifteenth game or sixteenth game. I'm sorry. Well, his fifteenth because he missed the game. He was hurt. And still speaking on that. And Tyreek missed a game. You know what I'm saying? Tyreek missed a game. He's still still about to have more than CD. And still speaking on that. I don't like the fact that they dropped that. The one thing that I asked for this year, the one thing I asked for this year from these people that are saying Mike Evans is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, God. He's finally doing it. He's finally doing it. Hey, Amar. What are you doing? 
He's leading the league in touchdown catches right now. <laughs> he sure is. By one. Yeah, he is. He got 13. Hey, hey, Amad, um, I just want to say, you know, after my boy got into the, the ring of honor, finally, I think the color purple curse is finally off Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Jimmy Johnson finally in the ring of honor. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Until you do right, Bob, you know. Nah, nah, nah. The fact that Jimmy Johnson was the last one of that team to, to get in the ring of honor, that's petty. Like, I understand they had their personal stuff, but come on, bro. Like, hey, let's, why? Let me, why let, me double, let me double, not to cut y'all, let me double back before I forget. So here's the thing about that Detroit and, and Dallas game with the debacle by the two-point conversion. If the refs announce, which I don't know why they announced number 70. He had been announcing all game, apparently. But this time, he didn't even go talk to the ref. You see him chasing late. That was supposed to be the diversion. And apparently, the head coach told him they had some up their sleeve. And he told the refs. But anyway, the fact that they announced that number seven is um, an eligible receiver is the reason why Buddy was open. So if you're a Detroit Lions fan, you didn't really get cheated if announced that 70 was the eligible receiver because now the defense is going to count for 70. They're not going to count for 68. Even if, well, you know, the ref thought that he announced the wrong number. The ref messed up there. But you scored because they clued in on a guy that was supposed to be eligible. That's why y'all so, scored. So, I hate to be the bearer so of bad news. So here's a, another part to that, too. Even if Even if that was the case, he was still covered up on the line of scrimmage by the tight end, so it still wouldn't matter. It still wouldn't have mattered anyway. And, and, and they can complain all they want to, but it was still a legal formation, regardless of the fact of how you want to look at it. And we we need to, it needs to be some type of like uh, balance to where referees have some type of consequences. You know what I'm saying? Like it needs, they got they, they got downgraded, but it needs to be some deduction from the check or something. You know what I'm saying? Like that uh. That last game versus Forty yes. Nine Lamar, the the ref tripped Lamar, and then they called attention to grounding. Like you tripped the man, dog. Like that, it needed to be a no call. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, I need to go right. To, I need to put you at the one yard line. I'm gonna put you at the one. Right. You know what Something I'm saying? Because like they keep saying they're a part of the field. But then here's the thing that gets me about and shout out to B Lee. Here's what gets me about the refs that I don't like. First of all, you should be able to talk about that, criticize they as like everybody else get criticized. I don't care. Right. Second right. of all, if you are a part of the field, then I should be able to use you as a pick. I should have <laughs> run the defender into your ass. You're a part of the field. I'm using every blade and grass of the field. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. Uh, he, he said, according to many on ESPN, he was not covered up by the receiver. He was covered up. It was it's a, it's, it's a receiver over there. Now, granted, if the receiver is off the line of scrimmage, then you don't like it. Was it a was it now? Here's the thing I think. Now, here's what I think if he's supposed to be eligible, it's supposed to be a tackle eligible play over right. That's what it's supposed to be. So, and that's in that instance, that receiver is reporting as being off the line. So, you can line up on see what you point is just like Kadarius. If you confirm, hey, I'm on, then the ref will be like, okay, but your ass off sides back. What Tony did when he just pointed and gave a thumbs up and then looked forward, he didn't wait for that ref to be like, back your ass up, you offsides. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but there's supposed to be a tackle eligible play. That's what it was. It's overload. He's the tackle. You have outside receiver. You still have to be off the line tournament. And boom. But the, since they announced that 70 was the eligible receiver, 68 was unaccounted for. That's why he was wide ass open. That's why y'all scoring the two-point conversions. I'm sorry. Now, if somebody else would have scored, then I, I got gripes with you. Cause he would have been a legal man downfield. I'm with you. But yeah. That's it. What's up, B Lee? What up, baby? Now, everything y'all saying, everything y'all saying is right, bro. Like I was just uh telling E Jones, E Jones over here in the in the crib. Uh, e Jones, what's good? Got that little boy. But uh yeah, everything y'all saying is right. I could I can tell you, bro, a lot of times like when we're on the mics and you talking. Like when you're in the when you're in the referee circles, like you like, yo, what you got? What you got? What you got? You trying to get it in quick because everybody wants a quick call. Like they don't want yeah. they don't want you to take your time. Like mm-hmm. so, you like what you like, what you what you have? Like what you have? So that was one of those situations where it's like wrong call, but something was bad. Like <laughs> and the, it, like you said, dudes covered up. We are counting for seventy. 68 did report. We saw that. He did report. It's just like, uh, yeah, you should have backed your ass up. If you had backed your ass up off the line like you're supposed to, you'd have got what you needed. Who? Who should have backed up? Uh, uh, The receiver, like you said. Like, you you, you like, you know, like you said. He he had backed up off the line. But but here's the thing. He said illegal touching. So that means it wasn't even about the receivers. They were just saying he wasn't basically a legal man downfield. That's what they should That's what it should have been. Should have been a legal so man like downfield. Said, even like what he said, like receiver, they said they declared that the receiver was off. But like you say, like either or, regardless that the receiver was on and off, how they flagged it, it didn't even matter now with the receiver. It was just like they just, they, they didn't, they messed up. And they knew they messed up. Mm-hmm. They knew they helped Detroit in this of allowing this guy to be open by saying he's eligible. If you look at that formation as a defender, I'm like, why is Seve eligible? We're going to count for him anyway because he's down here. With that right. formation, we are as a, I'm just, I ain't, and it's not hindsight. With that formation, I'm thinking something up because I'm thinking tackle eligible. But then again, I want to know, Detroit coach told him the rest before the game, they had that formation. They was going to do that at some point in the game. And that's some. And during the game, 70 had been reporting as an eligible receiver. So they was setting it up. So the ref seeing that formation thought, oh, they just run this formation again. Not realizing, hey, see, whoever's number was told you he was eligible this time. So that ref made up, he made had a brain fart. He assumed, oh, this is the formation they've been running all game. He's eligible. No, motherfucker. We going the other way this time. But if you go the other way, I wonder who would have been the read. Because if you say 68 is the eligible receiver, Dallas is now going to account for him. They are. I wonder who they was really trying to get open. I really do. Because I don't think he getting open if the if you say 68 is the eligible receiver. I don't. They going to maul that motherfucker. Bah! Get your ass up out of here, man. Or you gonna box it, you know, like you're gonna box the play, uh like mm-hmm. something. You're gonna you definitely gonna account for him on the defense if you know he, he you know he eligible. 
Yeah, but why didn't he just kick after he got two penalties, especially the offsides on Micah? Why not just go ahead and kick and play for time? Like, hey, Ahmad. A springboard or something? Like, you feel like you get this two-point conversion, you like, yeah, we, nah. we stuck a ticket. So, Ahmad, so I was talking to Coach B, right, and he made up a good point. Now, granted, like I said earlier, somebody maybe fact-check it, but I think it didn't matter whether they won or lost. It was only going at best get the number two seed and number three seed. Now, they could have got the one seed with a bunch of help, like, you know, 49ers lose and a bunch of other stuff. But Coach B said it like this. We almost to the playoffs. What if I'm just trying to get my guys out of here healthy? We're going to win this game right here now, or we're going to lose the game right here now. Let's just get out of here healthy because the last thing you want to do, going to overtime, somebody get hurt, and now you only got two weeks, you know what I'm saying, to to possibly – Heal up or whatever, and you know when you think about it like that, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, in the heat yeah. of the moment, I, I don't know yeah. if he was thinking like that. I'm not a coach, but it makes no, sense that makes to a, me. a lot of sense. Shout out to Coach B for that, because how you just relay what he stated makes me really back off and say, you know what, I respect that right there. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Yeah, but that's not man, yeah. Yeah. But but he left, so. You definitely got to keep that. Uh, that's point. Oh, by the way, the Bills losing. Oh, they lose right now. All right, damn yep. it, just uh, shit. It don't take Josh Allen long to mess up. But uh, who are they playing today? Let me see. The Patriots. They favor by fourteen and a half too. Don't let them lose this game, please. Don't let them lose this game. Oh my God, this is type of this type of game. Bill will get up for and they win. That's the golden boy, Ma. You know what I'm saying? The golden boy. Robert T, what's up, my guy? How you, bro? Happy holiday, T, man. How you been? I've been good, man. Zar had asked about you. I was like, I'll get, Zar- get him in here for you, Zar. Because, he, you know, he was talking about the bowl games and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, yesterday. Everybody you see, about I, you see I didn't come in with Robert T on there. I came in here as a player's rep. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Facts. 2024 going to be a whole different ball game. All I'm going to say is Charleston White, 50 Cent, and Ghost. All wrapped up in one. I'm going to finish this shit. I'm done. Playing games. Tired of acting like anybody done shit I've done. Tired of pretending like at the end of the day when I say trust the facts of the process of professional development. So when I start saying they've been selling their kids like fucking single Lucy's from a bodega, maybe they understand that shit. Because I'm tired of playing games. I don't think shit has never been done. This is my bottom line. This is my industry. I'm the most powerful man in this fucking industry. And they do a 60-minute interviews on, on Rich Paul. Because he's LeBron, LeBron best friend. Done with this shit. Done with it. So I'm putting that on record. As you know, when I say shit, I'm undefeated. Everything I say is facts. And I'm not apologizing for people's feelings and shit. So if your parlays is fucked up, if you're, if you're gambling, minus four is fucked up, it's not my problem. Pay the players, no pay, no play. I'm shut this whole shit down. And when I'm when I started this shit, did I not say I was gonna do it? You said it. Okay. You said it. You got it. exactly what you said. You said. On top of that, I represent the most, the highest rated recruit ever all time since he was 16 years old. You can name every other one recruit you want, and none of them made the money, and none of them did what he did. 26 years old. So whether you know him or not, because you don't see him on pivot, let, let people know who that is. Let the people know who that is. It's a whole different level. We ain't here to tell jokes and shit. We here to get nine figures. Like I said, I was. Who is it? 
for Sean Gary. That's so, okay, man. Yeah, so the everything you see, NIL, that shit is pre-post game. It ain't no NIL. I just told everybody that you signed your rights back over to the NCAA when you first went in. It belonged to you from birth. So when I trademarked mm. his name and his logo in college at the University of Michigan, the first to ever do it in the NCAA, they didn't want them to know that. When he went through a pandemic, it's never been in this country, the history of this country, talking about economics, period, that you come off a pandemic and everybody say, oh, now we want to help the black kids make money and then name, image, and likeness. Simple-minded shit people fell for the okie doke because they couldn't stop me from doing what I was doing. So when Ahmad said before, a lot of people don't like to hear about whatever, and then I was talking about Lamar Jackson, Jill Hurst, and it was kind of be disrespectful to me, like not respecting who I am because they don't see me on fucking one of these goddamn TikTok influencer, whatever. What I've done has never been done. What I say, I mean, and it's going to continue to happen. So like I said, this year right now, the rest of these coaches, a lot of them about to be on their merry way and, uh, and the players about to get paid. And they're going to keep skipping bowl games until their risk management is right. So their money is right. Cause I said, so like I said before, I don't have to be working directly to make this shit move. Cause I know how to do it. And Ahmad was here since day one, whether it's Baker Mayfield being the number one overall pick or Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, mama all of a sudden became what he did. I started all this shit. Everything starts to end with me and I'm tired of sitting there. Cause you know what it did? It cost me a lot of money for trying to be nice and talk nice about that shit. A lot of people took my kindness for a weakness disrespecting me in a sense, take the information I give, white and black. So I got I got no discrimination. I'm running through everybody, white, black, young, old, male, female, straight, transgender, LGBT, get my way, cost me money. I'm gonna run through your ass for for the proper cause to understand. This is economic development. This ain't no damn bowl game shit. I've given people the right with 16 across the country to actually get paid. So you can so you turn around and go give it to a collective who pimping you out again. It's like going to get a job right now and say, you know what? I'm too stupid to know how to pay taxes. So I'm gonna get my mama or my uncle to go ahead and take the money for me. He give it to me. That's the definition of slavery. So when they turn around and say, you don't want to be a slave anymore, you don't want to be a Negro in your house, Negro female anymore, say, okay, cool. We're gonna do Brown versus Board of Education. We're gonna start the NCAA to catch the dudes who want to be educated. We're gonna go ahead and start leaving work for the dudes who don't. Who don't got legal teams, then we're gonna turn around and say, you know what? You're, you're, you're not a slave. You're a teammate. You're a player. You're a teammate. I'm not a master. I'm your coach. Just do what I say for the best interest of the team, field Negroes. And we still repeating this process all over again off my back. So fuck that. Since nobody wanna understand that, I'm gonna make mine. That means we're running over those that I said to move forward, so be it. Because that's how passionate I'm about this shit, because I've been quiet and tired and watching the same people jump up now to my collectors. All they doing is buying the block like any pimp to a prostitute and running kids do the same thing. Don't understand margins, don't understand their brand, don't understand nothing. You don't have marketing without a brand. I build brands. That's called equity. We are now headed back to digital slavery. I told everybody from day one dumbasses about NFTs. Am I? Did I not? I know we had this on the record. Yep. Yeah, you talk about 38, whatever billion dollars later, when we run around creating fucking digital monkeys of ourselves, talking about we want to be free, we break back in the same shit off my back. So I'm tired of talking. Mm. And the same influencers that said that shit like Des Bryant, name dropping, dumbass, but they wanted me to start their own show. I am after dropped 12 million. 
dumbass, because I started the whole podcast about sports business development. Y'all want to listen to Uncle Shay Shay with his 60-year-old ass, what he do with his balls, like it's going to change your life. I'm tired of this shit, man. It's goofy as hell. It's a waste of time. It's another these, you know, shucking job and shit, fucking turnover chain, popcorn chain, no matter what it is, carry a boombox in your back, dance and shit, and all these niggas going to be broke. And like I said before, everybody that y'all talking about, the kid that I just developed to get from one point to the next, ain't none of them made more money than him. That's all people understand. They don't want to hear nothing else. So hear that. That's true. I represent a hundred million. the only player in the history of sports to come into the world in the sports, his own sports professional agency, from start to finish. So he's the highest paid player ever in the history of the Michigan Warriors on defense. That means every Rock Nation, CAA, Jay-Z, athletes first, fucking Lamar, all of them, none of them had to play on defense, make more money than him. The Green Bay Pack is a franchise location, defensive players all over the world, highest paid defensive player ever, and I'm not an agent. And everybody knows mm. where I am in this industry. So that's my diet chart right now. Because, you know, when you put stuff on this, I want to make it known and clear. Since nobody wants yep. to understand what I'm saying. So the next person to come on in and try to talk like they've been in the rooms that I've been, just be known. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, ain't, I'm going to do you like, like how they like it. They like it like that. If they call it spicy, I'm be spicy. Spicy. And then I think, and going where I'm going, like I said again, that's his money. I help him develop. I got mine. And I ain't got a fucking talk shit or pretend to something that I do high level financial literacy, fucking business development, transition succession planning, the ball hawk, one of the best in the business ever do it. Not Stephen A fucking shucking job and Smith who wanted to turn a troll Dallas Cowboys fans. Like he ain't got nothing else better to do real context, real shit to change the situation. And people sitting around still on saying, well, how did that happen? Nobody want to say how did this happen? Because I'm the one that did it. I'm the truest free black man that ever walked this fucking earth. Cause I'm the one that said I was going to do it and nothing they can do to stop me. Now, now I, I curse, so now that should basically appeal to Czar and the rest of the motherfuckers around there that acting mm-hmm. like their parlays mean something to me. Hey, Not like Lauren Hill said, like Lauren, Lauren Hill, the great Lauren Hill said, I add a motherfucker so you ignorant is hear me. So you have to curse for the ignorant folk who don't want to listen to finally start to listen because that's right. a trigger for them. You cuss right. word, they start paying attention. The folks that yep. say, why you cuss? That's why. Because I got to make sure the ignorant folks hear me too. When you articulate right. them yourself, they turn off. Oh, you're talking right. white. You don't understand you. Right. right. But when you say bitch ass fuck shit, oh, oh he talking my language. What he talking about? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't turn my ears on. He cooking me right now. And that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'll let you know he ain't got nothing on me. Period. Ran around sitting there making my work go backwards. That's the point. I ain't do all this shit to fucking playing games, to make entertain people on their, on their holiday vacation. I did mm. this shit because it needed to be done. Because we killing ourselves as athletes and nobody want to talk about suicide because it's the same coaches, the same mamas, the same girlfriends, the same fucking people in the industry that drive us to kill ourselves. Nobody want to announce that shit, but they want to do hashtags and shit. So the same Ben Crumps out there, you ain't did shit. I started the Iowa shit, racism and bullying. The only school in this country Racism and bullying in a settlement, $4.2 million. I'm the PR and the media relations. It was no Dr. Larry Nassar settlement in Michigan for $550 million. There was no fucking Dr. Richard Anderson at $490 million in Michigan until I did what I did with no support from no black people, no support from no white people, no support from ESPN. I did that shit off my Facebook page by myself. And the same people that I represented still fucked me over. Ungrateful motherfuckers. Us. Mm. I could have spent my time doing shit different. 
So I wanted to be known now because at the end of the day, I should be a billionaire for what I did and done. I did it for the right reasons, but I didn't do it for the right people. But I didn't know that then, but I know it now. Mm. So the reaction, my message to everybody is shit, learn, grow, acknowledge who you are first and foremost and move that forward. Do not believe for one second that someone can see you grow without it basically benefiting them. And at the end of the day, is it right and the wrong thing to do? But what I put into this, as long as I put into it, what I had to go through, death threats and all this other shit and watch people just basically disregard because they don't see me on some fucking TikTok shit. I'm giving you information to change your life and your children's life. Mm. And I have people running around talking about collective this, collective that. You don't even understand a contract much less you signing this shit. They literally pimping people. The fucking, the worst day that you ever talk about Jeffrey Epstein's fucking book client list. The biggest fucking uh, uh, thing every year in America that slave trade reincarnated is the national signing day. Because niggas don't know what they signing and where they going and what they doing it for. Meanwhile, people behind them when they sign it get paid six or seven figures off their decision. They don't even have any control over because their little boot fuck, fuck motherfucking AUU coach is telling you I'm the plug. I, I, ain't, I ain't walking that path no more. You you stand next to me. I catch you slipping. I'm going to address you and your kind. And I mean, white, black, young, old, right then and there. And if you still decide to walk with that dude, I'm going to tell you how your future going to end up. Right there in front of your face and your mama's. So y'all can do it. Trust in the process. Done with the shit. Trust man. the facts, not the process. Trust the facts. So Zara you always said that. No, I'm gonna like fire his ass up. You say something stupid, I'm gonna put Zara right where he's supposed to be in the comedy lane. In the comedy, <laughs> and, that, and that's and that's why I got off doing this, as I said yep. to you before. But like you said, people yep. don't want to hear stuff we want to elevate them so that's fine so i'm in it for me now i'm telling you flat out that's why i, I didn't come in here pre-post getting my company i didn't come here as yep. rg sports the company i came in as a player's rep yep. that dude in that uh -huh. helmet and in that suit is what i do i built this shit and that shit right there scared the hell out of people in this industry because it was nobody saying pay to play is no pay no play but me it was nobody mm. saying skipping the bowl game but me it was nobody saying that like i said the players their voices will be heard but me and now everybody wanted, like I said, again, talk about it. I don't even know where the shit start. And it's me. And it's going to end with me. Because like I said, this year, there's a few other people on both sides. Collectives, sports agents, all y'all favorite fucking Nicole Lenz and, 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 and David Mulligan. See, I'm saying names. Rosa Houses, white and black, male and female. It's a reason why 80% of us go broke. It's a reason why I didn't become an agent. It's a reason why people talk about what happened with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton and all them other people. That shit ain't happening over here. You see him, Sean Gary, any type of uh, hit and run, crash and shit, where I run around calling Nick Saban a goat. Seeing anybody him drinking nope. and driving and shit. The man, listen, he's playing something again. Facts. In this history of this country, there's about 100 players that's made a significant amount of money. So overall, money, contract signed in the NFL. Sean Gary's number 40 right now. Number 40. I'm not an agent, like I said again before. But this is significant than being number 40 overall in a non-quarterback. Because mm -hmm. out of out of those out of those forty, he's the only player in NFL history that signed a hundred million dollar deal, not only coming off ACL last year tear, but never made a Pro Bowl. He don't even have ten sacks yet. He only mm. started two years in the Green Bay Packers, and he's the highest paid player in the history of their franchise. That's because he's a fucking professional. He was taught to be since sixteen years old. And so everybody wanna they don't understand that shit. Like I said, all the mother agents out there, 
when y'all run up with AJ Brown, oh, look at the deal he got. That mother got a $30 million salary cap hit next year in 2025. He ain't getting it. So y'all keep sucking off mm-hmm. Tory Danny and because he's a black, he's a, he works for CAA. They ain't black. I built pre-post game. I onboarded Rashawn Gary Sports. I built the brand, the pre-post game, and the players rep. And everything underneath that, what I said is what I started. All this is in my history. It ain't black history. It's American history. Economic wealth. Generational wealth. And we still ain't taking it. So fuck it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to put more time into me than everybody else. Because ain't nobody else on that side can do what I do. All of them combined. What they can do is take a bag that I should have and throw it at you and pimp your ass out. And write little contracts and make it spin around a certain tell you get 100000 and send you the car dealership and give you over overcharge the vehicle. Then take the money back from you. Then send you to the jeweler and shit. Everybody's showing TikTok. While you got players mm. running around out there say, oh, my jeweler, you ain't got no fucking jeweler. Matter of fact, <laughs> a, great friend of mine, a great friend of mine owns a jewelry store and he happens to be black. Ain't nobody in here know no black jewelry owner. I know this for a fact, too. So we talking about what value is and mineral is an asset over liabilities, D.R. Sanders. Talk that shit and your best player ain't got no insurance. But when I talk about disability insurance, go back in the day, how that shit started, I was the forefront of that shit, too. Loss of value is called LOV, PTD, permissibility. If you can't walk, and can't talk anymore. So when y'all saw Elijah Moore sprinkling around the other last night, talking about prayers up. Go check to see what's fucking agent and see if he's insured. Because if not, mm. there'll be another one doing the same thing. While they go over there going to get their drink on and making it rain and shit. You'll see. You'll see. Like I said, because when 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 you can't play anymore, they're gonna be running around them same agents and answering their phone call. They say mamas ain't floating around talking about they mamas of the NFL players. Then they're gonna call my phone. That's how I got into this business. They ain't calling my phone no more. That shit disconnected. If I call you, that's because I see something in you. Yeah. And I'm going to get you there. If you call me and you don't meet my threshold, I don't give a shit you like it or not. I'm going to leave you where you stand. Like they did me. Difference is, I'm going to keep it moving. Because I have more into it in me, like you, ball hawk, than my athletic ability. Mm-hmm. It's 85% of players in all the sports across the board. Your boy John Morant fucking still throwing up gun signs. Talking about he's staying with the same player. Well, guess what, John? Give him what he wants. Put his little ass in jail and let him know what's going to happen to him. And tell his boys I said so. Because the reality is, I got a I got a card over there that says police commissioner. I can play. I walk the walk. I talk the talk. So I can go certain places and do Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.